right. Welcome to the Primo Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes. And today we actually have a very special guest in the studio. Uh, We do these Primo interviews from time to time. And we reached out to a very impressive young lady. And she was so kind as to take us up on our offer to participate in the Primo interview today. Uh, We have Romeo's own Brooke Brewer in the studio today to uh, hopefully shed some insight on her business and talk about how she's found her success um, in such a short period of time and at such a young age. It's very impressive. So Brooke, welcome to the uh, Primo Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's it's not very often that we get these guests in studio, but uh, when we do, it's always a good time. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. So Brooke is an entrepreneur and uh, actually a keynote speaker. And that's something that you said just kind of evolved. This isn't something you necessarily uh, decided to jump into, but wh- how did it get you there? How did you get there? You know, it's it's crazy how things happen. Um, I've always had entrepreneurship in my blood. My dad owns his own company, and I've always kind of had that self-motivation to, to, to start my own thing. But um, it really kind of started back from my snowboard career. Um, I was a former professional snowboarder, and um, that really started getting my name out there of just who I am and what I stand for. And I, I really was a firm believer of sharing people into my life, um, my struggles, my ups, my downs, what I do, what I don't do, the foods I eat. Um, and that just kind of started getting um, me into thinking, well, maybe I can potentially try to sell a product. And so um, I started g- getting into essential oils and that totally just took off um, my essential oil business. And then as that started taking off, I got a lot of questions from corporate of Young Living asking me to do some big events to talk about the product and how I use them. And then one thing led to another and I'm speaking at an event with Rachel Hall. Oh, wow. That's a big name you throw out there. (laughs) It is. It was so incredible. But I mean, she's been one of my idols and being able to not only meet her, but speak right after her was just so incredible. What what event was that for? Um, it was called Top Summit. It was a entrepreneur event um, in, Mac- in Mackinac Island, um, August of 2019. Very cool. Very cool. Now, when you do an event like that, do you see your followers uh, almost instantly increase? Oh yeah, totally. And you know, it's, it's because I think it's just so different because, you know, entrepreneurship, I I love that you can see so many different types of people, you know, you can see, you know, older, younger men, women. um, And and I think, especially with what I do network marketing, um, you know, it's not so much of a young face. And I think I have so much unique talent to bring to the table because um, I, I met young blood and, and, and I get so many people who are like, okay, how do we connect to millennials? We want to follow you and ask you questions and pick your brain about reaching out to the millennial crowd. So, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, I, I have a very unique story that connects a lot of people to, you know, what I share with the world. Well, let's talk about that unique story a little bit because you mentioned earlier your uh, snowboarding career. Now, if I remember correctly, this happened at a very young age. This yes. was not something where it's, you know, in your uh, early 20s, you stumbled upon it. You, uh, how old were you when you started snowboarding? Yeah. So I started snowboarding when I was 11. And I guess I started being a professional. I started somewhat making money at about 14 years old. 
That's that's such a big accomplishment right there. I mean, how many fourteen year olds are uh, getting on the pro circuit? And so, what does that even entail to make it pro in uh, a sport like snowboarding? Yeah. So basically, I had this lifelong dream of going to the Olympics. It, it wasn't even it wasn't even snowboarding. I just said I was going to go to the Olympics. And the craziest thing was I wanted to go to the two thousand eighteen Olympics. I was journaling this at ten years old, and so um, I had. I had a big background with sports. My dad was very into football and basketball. And I mean, I was in every single sport in high school you could have been in. And um, I wanted to take snowboarding to the next level. We had a cottage up at Boyne Mountain, Michigan, and would always go up north. And um, I just, the, snowboarding was the only sport that I didn't get competitive with because you're just going down the hill. And so I, you were doing it for fun at first yeah. and it was just kind of like a leisure thing, but all of a sudden it turned into something much more than that. Yeah. So I basically joined a random competition at Boyne Mountain and then I won it and then I made nationals and then I got scouted and one thing led to another. And I was moving out to Colorado when I was 17 years old, a sophomore in high school. And you know what, what I picked up on, and this is what so many people uh, fail to do sometimes. You mentioned that you said you were shooting for the 2018 Olympics. Correct. Yeah. So you had a very specific goal in mind. Yes. You laid it out so that you picked a date. It wasn't just the the simple fact of I'm going to make the Olympics. It's I want to make the 2018 Olympics, which allowed you to put timelines in place. Correct. Correct. You know, I, and I don't even know at 10 years old, how I was able to say 2018 Olympics, because I very possibly could have tried to go for 2014, but, um, you know, it just, that's just what my, my heart said. And and it was crazy because I was able to give myself the time. Now, unfortunately I didn't get that goal because of too many concussions, but you know, I was there and I, I really truly believe that I would have had a start there if I didn't get hurt. But I mean, I, I was able to experience so much, traveled across the world, competed. I mean, my absolute idol in snowboarding became one of my very best friends. Unbelievable. You just got a great story. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so even though you didn't accomplish that goal of getting to the Olympics, are you one of those believers of everything happens for a reason? Oh, 100%. That kind of- absolutely. I don't think I would be where I am today if it wasn't for that. Great. Well, you know, when you start thinking about something like snowboarding, did that, did the mentality you took to get you to that level of, uh, competition, did you take that with you when you start, uh, your entrepreneurial path? Oh, absolutely. You know, I get the question so many times, how do you, how are you able to work from home? How do you not get distracted? How are you able to stay motivated? And that was never an issue I had in my life. You know, even in high school, um, you know, I was training all day when I was out of school, just for snowboarding. I was just so used. And then out of high school, I was just so used to that mentality of always work, 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 work. And then, you know, when it came to me not snowboarding anymore and moving on to the next phase in my life, it just was second nature to work, 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 but in a different area. Yeah. So it wasn't just the training on, uh, you know, hitting the slopes. It was now, how am I going to apply this and be focused on, uh, my next set of goals? Right. So how did you determine what your next 
phase in life was going to be at such a young age. I mean, when did, what, how old were you when you stopped snowboarding? So I stopped snowboarding when I was 20. So that was five years ago. Okay. So after that was over, how did you determine what the next step in life was going to be? You know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I had a degree in college. I, I was pursuing an online degree of psychology um, with potential of wanting to go into sports psychology um, just because of my sports background. But essential oils and my business kind of just started to naturally fall into place. Again, I um, was sharing everything I was doing. So when I was using essential oils, um, I'm very passionate about mental health and my mental health was definitely a struggle going through um, my snowboard career. And so I was using essential oils to help with my emotional health. And so I shared about that. I shared about everything I did. And I had so many people reaching out to me, asking me, what are these? How do we get them? And it just kind of naturally took off. And my passion and things just explode. And people are like, this is what you need to do. And you know, it's crazy because I always wanted to help people in wellness. I just never thought it would be this type of wellness. I thought it was going to be, you know, like I said, a sports psychologist. Yeah. You never know how it's going to go. I mean, your social media, uh, your ability to post and tell your story obviously connected with a lot of people. Um, and that doesn't always happen. I mean, we're, we're flooded. I mean, uh, you know, it feels, you know, one of our things that we always say on the Primo podcast is that, you know, the struggle is real and content mm-hmm. is king. You know, the, you, you have to just grind it out and it's not always going to happen for everybody, right. but your story just resonated with people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it seems like you started to evolve to where, Yes, you started by selling a product, but you essentially turned yourself into the product. Correct. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think... I think that's a big thing in in sales and any sort of entrepreneurship, really. You really are selling yourself. And I think, you know, the biggest thing that I always try to remember, always, always, and and what I do on all my social media outlets is just to be who I am and be myself. I think especially nowadays, we're filled with such a society where especially young women are so, oh, we have to have this perfect body. We need to look this way. We need to post this, do this. And that's not real. And I think that's a big reason why... um, authenticity on social media shines because people want to see that. People want to see your messy room. People want to see you crying one day because that people connect with that. And I think because I'm able to just let people into maybe the not so good things, people have been able to connect with that and connect with me. Life's not perfect, right? No. And we're (laughs) we're all imperfect people at the end of the day. And, And I think you're right that that resonates with people and you know they they understand that you're then a real person you're not just somebody who feels uh uh that you're out of touch right. on what you're posting online um now if because social media for people even who are a little bit older like myself it can be a little <laughs> bit uh, intimidating to navigate through because you know we didn't grow up with it necessarily right. uh there's a there is definitely a factor of being a little self-conscious when you're putting yourself out there like that, because not everybody can do what you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not everybody can just lay it all out there and say, I'm going to be real. I'm an open book. This is me. Uh, For anybody though, who's struggling to kind of get started in uh, uh, their own personal social media for business or for any reason, uh, what advice would you give them? You know, I think the biggest thing to remember is what's your goals with it? You know, are you trying to, um, are you trying to grow your following? Are you trying to sell a product? Are you trying to inspire people? I think that's the biggest goal. Like my thing, I always remind myself is what is my goal? And it always is. If I can help one person, then I'll be happy. And so every time I make a post, every time I, I, 
post on my stories, anytime I talk to my people, I think, what are my goals? What are my intentions? What am I trying to, who am I trying to reach out to? And, and that's what I try to stay with. I think, you know, having just that mission every single time you post um, really can make a difference. Well said, very well said. You know, everything that we do, you know, we're always putting those goals in place and mm-hmm. we're always trying to get to the next level and we're always trying to create uh, something bigger than what we had the day before. Right. But I know just as well as anybody else, there's those days that just, you feel like you just can't get the momentum going. You feel like you've hit a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would venture to say you've been there as well. Oh, many, many times. How do you deal with that? And how do you get past that hump and keep yourself motivated? Because I mean, you obviously have a very positive attitude, um, but there's some days I know where it just feels like the world's against you. How do you get past that? So the number one thing that I really try to focus on is just to give yourself grace because you're going to have those days. You're going to have those unmotivated days. And I give myself grace to step away from it for the day or maybe as long as I need to. I, I know I'm going to get back to it. But if if I, t- to me, if I'm forcing myself to get motivated when I'm not, the content isn't going to be real. The content isn't going to be authentic. It's going to be forced. And people catch on to that. So I, I really try to step back and give myself grace, whether it's a day or two. And if, if a good amount of time is going on and I still can't get that motivation, um, I pick up a book. I listen to a podcast. I try to get motivation elsewhere um, because that has really helped me because obviously we need to stay there. We, we need to show up. But if you're showing up every single day on days you don't want to, again, I first try to give myself grace. And then if I'm like, okay, Brooke, you got to get back into it. I pick up a book. I listen to a motivating podcast to try to get my, you know, my engines fueling again. That is, that's great advice because I, I agree. There are times when uh, if I'm not motivated and I do put something out there, I can tell the difference, you know, and I think people can tell the difference too. It's that, you know, when you're not prepared, when your when your mind's not in it, you just can't connect with the content the same way that you originally could. Um, and I think giving yourself that time to, to gather yourself and to put out your best, uh, self is great advice. Um, now we don't have to just strictly talk about, you know, business mm-hmm. and we can have a little fun with this too. Yeah. Um, so Brooke, is there an artist or a song that just puts you in the zone and really just gets your head where it needs to be from a competitive standpoint or just from let's, let's get out there and just get motivated. Yeah. So it's funny. I actually did make a post on this on my social media a couple of weeks ago. I call it my walkout song. Oh, okay. So baseball, they have, you know, when you go up to the plate and I don't know much about baseball, <laughs> but no, that sounds, no, that's a know, good analogy. Yeah, that's great. So I call my walkout song, but girl on fire by Alicia Keys. I put that song on and I belt it out and sing it on the top of my lungs and I'm ready to go. I try to do that every Monday morning. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So that starts your week off. Right. Yeah. So this is like, uh, your, 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 you're coming out for the week and you're just going to kick ass and, yeah. you know, Oh, totally. Take you know, on. Mondays, I don't know. I try to make my Mondays the most busy packed days because to me, if I can get my Monday going, my week's good. So I start off, you know, typically I'll listen to that song. I'll belt it out. I'll get a good workout in and, and I, you know, kick ass at work. <laughs> I like it. You can't go wrong with Alicia Keys. No. Um, okay. So 
what about a book recommendation? What's a what's a book or uh, an author that really helped you get to where you're at? Kind of uh, motivates you or really taught you a lesson that you were able to take with you and get to the point you are at today? So I would say John Maxwell is one of my biggest entrepreneur leadership inspirations. Um, but in specific, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth is the number one book that I go to um, because I think you know, a lot of people are like, I need motivation. I need this. I need that. When in our reality, I think a lot of people just need growth. You know, people are constantly growing, whether, you know, you think your size or not growing. We, we need to grow as human beings in every, all areas of our life. And if you're not feeling motivated, it could be because you need to grow in a certain area. So, so that book gives a lot of insight, um, of just ways to grow. Another amazing book that I recommend is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, because I really do believe your habits make your life and, you know, accumulating good habits can be really successful for you, but also accumulating bad habits can help demotivate you. Those are some so. great recommendations. I've, I've not, um, I don't think I've read any of those. So that gives me something to, uh, yeah. uh, look forward to here, especially now that, uh, with, you know, we're recording this in the midst of the, uh, Corona outbreak. So <laughs> yeah. everybody's kind of uh, sequestered at home now, uh, which leads me to my next question. Are, are you binging anything on Netflix right now? Oh man. So I am actually trying to figure out what I want to binge next. Um, All American, my okay. boyfriend is super into. Um, it's a football show on Netflix. The second series just came out. And is it like based on? It's like a it's real. A real st- it's like a documentary. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's a it's kind of similar to like Friday Night Lights. He says, but it's a true story. Oh, okay. Um, so he's watching that. So I just started the first episode. I'm trying to catch up to him. Um, but I'm ready for Ozark to come back. Oh out. yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I mean, gosh, I'm surprised they didn't move that up I with everybody know. at home. I think what the 27th. It yeah, comes 27th. Out? So. We're, I think we're that's all Friday. counting. Yeah, everybody's yeah. counting down the hours to Ozarks right now. That's a great show. Good solid pick. Yeah. Um, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, Even before the snowboarding? Yeah, I wanted to be a pediatric oncologist. At what age were you thinking of that career? Because most people would just say doctor. Yeah, you went so very specific. I did, Once I, again, specific goals, guys. Specific. That's what it's all about. And I, you know, I have a very specific reasoning for that. So my brother, um, he's two years older than me. He had leukemia, um, and when I was just about old enough to be able to understand what was going on, um, I remember going to one of his doctor appointments and looking at his doctor and asking him what are you? What's your job title? Mm. And he said, he's a pediatric oncologist. And ever since then, I wanted to be a pediatric oncologist because he saved my brother's life. And so that's, that's awesome. What I wanted what to a, do what a good reason people. behind that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the situation where you mentioned earlier in the podcast, you always wanted to help people. So mm-hmm. look how far back that goes. Yeah. This is, this is destiny for yeah. you, right? <laughs> What's next for Brooke Brewer? So what do you, what do you got in the pipeline? Yeah. Here? So, um, I really want to grow my public speaking, um, just my keynote speaking, um, profession. I actually, um, currently trying to get my certification through John Maxwell. Um, I was supposed to be actually just recently getting it end of March. Um, but with everything that's been going on with, um, the coronavirus, they canceled, um, my certification. So I would like to really pursue my public speaking, um, opportunities and really grow that side and really just work on helping people pursue their passions um, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's, you know, certain other businesses, ventures, wellness goals, anything. I just really want to help people. 
Enough said. <laughs> so, so impressive. And, you know, for such a, a, a young woman, I mean, I, I'm, I'm blown away. Oh, you're, you, you are, you're a, you're a talent and, uh, definitely you get the primo stamp of approval, approval here Aww. for being on the podcast. Well, I, I, I appreciate you coming in. Um, if you guys want to connect with Brooke, she is on Instagram at Brooke Brewer 20 and, you know, keep your eye out for her. <laughs> She'll probably be on a stage near you soon. Uh, just keep your eyes out and any, anything else? No, I mean, thank you so much. It's been such an honor and I really appreciate you it. You nailed it. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> thank again. You. See you next time on the Primo Podcast. <laughs>